You are listening to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast, Episode 16. Today's topic, Frank Salatis gives back to the project management community. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast at SensiblePM.com, where you get an insider's edge on practical project management. Now, here is your host, Mark Phillips. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast. My name is Mark Philippi, and I am the Sensible Project Manager. Today, I have a great discussion that I had with Frank Salatis. He has done a lot for project management and the project management community. He is the founder of the International Project Managers Day, which happens on the first Thursday in November, and he's a graduate of the PMI Leadership Institute Masterclass. And recently, he was awarded the PMI Fellowship, which tells a lot about what he has has done in his life for project management. I really encourage you to listen to the things that we talk about and listen for the guidance that he provides project managers around the world. And I myself, I was very inspired by our conversation And I thoroughly enjoyed this great gentleman in project management. So please listen to this conversation and enjoy. And hopefully you'll learn from the experiences that that Frank has and the kind of guy he is. And now today's feature. All right. I'm here with Frank Salatis. Frank, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's it's, it's always a pleasure to to, uh, have these opportunities. Well, Frank, you have done so many things in project management. You've, you've been such a, a big influence, in my mind, in project management field throughout the United States, PMI, the world. And I'm just honored to be able to speak with you today. So thank you so much. Would you please just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do today. Maybe if you want to share it personal information you're welcome to, but tell us a little bit about the business you do. What, what do you do in your day-to-day types of activities today? Well, I, I actually do a lot of different things. A um, little, little bit of background. My, my background in project management uh, goes back to AT&T. Uh, I was in uh, AT&T Long Lines and Business Communication Systems and Corporate ITS. Uh, that's where I pretty much managed most of my projects from from uh, short-term projects to, to very lengthy uh, multi-million-dollar projects, uh, and <clears throat> during my time at AT&T, I was introduced to the Project Management Institute. Got my PMP by studying for that, and it was actually a job requirement to have it. And then from there, uh, I started to get more and more involved in, in not only PMI but in the, the teaching uh, and training of project management. So I started to hone my my training skills and learn more and more about various aspects of project management, and I've concentrated a lot of my effort on uh, project leadership. So bringing that up to today, I spend a lot of time training in various organizations in various subjects associated with project management, anything from from preparing people to, to take the PMP exam, project management fundamentals, to managing difficult stakeholders, to positive leadership, and, and also uh, creativity and innovation for project managers. So I have a, a number of different uh, programs and subjects that I like to teach. I spend a lot of time doing training programs for the International Institute for Learning, 
I stay very active with, with PMI at the chapter level and also at the global level. And I've written several books, and that's one of the things that I kind of try to keep myself occupied with when I can is to write books. I have a, a book published recently called uh, Positive Leadership in Project Management and a very short ebook called Mastering People Skills, a guide for project managers. So besides the training and, and the traveling, and, and just two weeks ago, I spent an entire week in France touring and presenting to multiple PMI France chapter branches. And uh, besides responding to various things on LinkedIn, writing new material, preparing for training programs, and on a, on the personal side, I play the guitar. I like to dabble in writing a little bit of music. And I spend a lot of time, you know, helping uh, other project managers with a lot of questions that they might have. I'm very active in LinkedIn. So if you put it all together, it, it makes for some uh, pretty busy days. Well, yeah, you've got me worn out already just listening to all of those things that you've done. So let's let's go back to kind of the beginnings. Well, my background, well, like I said, is in IT and telecommunications, and uh, what I studied was was project management, project leadership, and and went through the programs to get a uh, master certificate in uh, commercial project management from uh, George Washington University. So. Uh, that's where my main education is. I went to the College of Staten Island for business management and so on. So I kind of put all that together and uh, used that as a um, as a background, which which really helped me with my, my career in project management. Okay. I, I'm always amazed. I, I always like to ask that question because I want to find out where, how people get into project management. Many people uh, are the accidental project managers. You actually were very purposeful and and went out from uh, from an educational point of view in the project management sales like then. Yeah, I, I, I got my introduction to what we'll call formal project management through AT&T and, and was very involved in the, the national uh, project management organization and helped develop many of the uh, defined methodologies of project management for the uh, AT&T. This is going back before uh, the uh, SBC and AT&T uh, uh, merger, but I still stay active in staying connected with AT&T in terms of presentations and workshops and things like that. But I always have believed that AT&T back in the late 80s was sort of like the where formal, true formal project management PMO kind of methodology was developed. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty good about having been part of that. And that has uh, basically helped me to further my education and my desire to learn more and more about it. Most recently, I guess, I'm a graduate of Project Management Leadership Institute Master's class, which is an 18-month program on concentrated leadership. So I just like to stay involved in it. I like to learn more about it. When it comes to project management and leadership, I am a student and always will be a student, always learning new things. Well, there is there is so much to learn about it. Every time I think about what I've learned as a project manager over the 15, 16 years that I have been a professional project manager. There's just so much to learn. Just recently, in the last few years, I've been getting more into the agile methodologies, and there's just just so much. And, and as I've been doing working on this podcast, as I talk to different people, I'm getting to know more and more things, and more and more about what I don't know. As as I started to go out and research a little bit more about you and what you've done, you have a incredibly long list of accomplishments, and we'll get to some of those. But I want to start out just a little bit on the light side of things. 
I found this song called Project Manager Blues out on YouTube, and I thought, is, is that the same Frank that I'm going to be talking to? I said, sure enough, it is. And you're a talented guy, I have to tell you. Tell us a little bit about how that, that song came about, how, what happened there, and then, then we'll play it. Okay, well, that's a, that's an interesting story. Uh, you know, like I, I mentioned before, I, I do play the guitar, and I've dabbled in lots of different kinds of music from what I guess today people would call a classic rock and roll. I was even uh, a, a member of a uh, what we'll call a doo-wop band. I played in lots of uh, wedding bands and things like that, and I did an awful lot of singing in my time. And through my, my PMI presence and the things that I do with PMI, uh, I was invited several years ago to be a presenter, and I'm pretty sure it was the uh, PMI chapter in, in Bloomington, Illinois. And there was a, a lull in the conference. It was lunchtime, and they didn't have any uh, specific speakers or, or any kind of entertainment or anything to engage people except for their lunch. One of the people that organized it came up to me and said, Frank, you play the guitar. How about if you entertain everybody here with a song? And, uh, you know, my uh, response to that was, well, I don't know, this is a this is a project management conference, and, you know, what, what in the world would I sing to project managers? And they said, well, if we got you a guitar, what did you, you could consider doing something? And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know how well that would go over. I mean, what, what kind of a song would you sing to, to the, this group? But anyway, what they did was they, a guitar uh, miraculously appeared, and they said, well, give it a try. So I went into a... Uh, a room away from where all the, the people were, and just trying to figure out, well, what can I do that's fairly quick and might be funny? And I wrote down the words to a kind of a bluesy song about project management, and I called it the Project Manager Blues. So it maybe took 15 minutes to, to jot down the, about two, maybe three verses of the song, and I came out, they handed me a microphone, set me up, and uh, basically for the first time anywhere, uh, I did a live uh, version of the Project Manager Blues, which got a, a, a thundering uh, response. And then I said, well, someday I'll, I'll actually have to record this. And about two years ago, I had added a little bit more uh, of the verse, uh, verses to the song. And I was out in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and there was an opportunity at a very small uh, recording studio uh, that was... Uh, uh, basically part of a friend of mine that's an, as an associate of mine that's out there in La Crosse, and uh, she set me up with this recording studio, and I actually recorded it, and we put it on YouTube, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It shows that project managers can have a sense of humor. I'm pretty sure that if you're not a project manager, you would not appreciate that song at all, but last time I looked, it had about 15 or maybe it's like 16,000 views, so I'm happy that people are watching it and, and listening to it and, and relating to it. And it was a lot of fun. Well, thanks, Frank. Let's, uh, the, that's a great story. Let, let's go ahead and listen to that right now. Baby, I'll show you what a WBS can do. 
If you like what you see, honey, I'll schedule some time with you. I've got a perch chart in my laptop, and my tasks are all plain to see. I've got a perch chart in my laptop, I can build you one for a fee. I'll work all night for you, baby, but don't expect me to work for free. Best friend, darling, if you complete your tasks on time, I can be your best friend, darling, if you keep the scope on the baseline. Don't miss your milestone, baby, 'cause a mistake is a terrible crime. Well, I can baseline your plan and keep your team in line. Well, I can crash your schedule, baby. Make you come in on time. Well, I'll do it all for you, so you won't have to spend an extra dime. Well, I'm a project manager, baby, and I've got a task for you. I'm a project manager, baby. Let me show you what I can do. It's the project manager blues, oh yeah. I've got to find something better to do. All right, thanks. That 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 was wonderful. I I uh I'm not a big blues fan, but uh, I that you got my toes tapping in that one. That's for sure. I have used that at, at the opening of some of my presentations. I've actually used my guitar in, in some of my presentations to add a little humor at a, a PMI World Congress, and I'm pretty sure it was in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I think this is two years ago. At the end of my session, which was uh, entitled "Thinking Outside of the Portfolio," I sang a, a song. I did a live version of another song called "The Ballad of the." Portfolio manager, and I did it in a,、um, a kind of a Johnny Cash kind of tempo and, and style, and it got again it was it was a lot of fun and a thundering response, and I need to get that up on YouTube also. Yeah, that I, I'd watch it. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a little bit of the lighter side. I think that that is great. Lots of different angles that、uh, and things that you've been doing. It, to me, it tells me that that you definitely do. Think about project management quite a bit. You've made it your life. I'm sure that you have plenty of other things you do in your life, but、uh, you know that just tells me that you really engaged in, in project management. That's what I do. Good. So let's let's talk a little bit more about some of the things you've done. One of the things that I've I've、uh, really been impressed with, and actually I have some interest in, and、uh, we maybe we even talk afterwards about some specifics to help me out with something I'm doing. 
But you started something uh, called International PM Day or Project Management Day. Tell That's us a little correct. about that and how, how you got started with that and what you've learned from that experience. Well, the way it got started was uh, at the end of the master's, uh, leadership master's class, the professor, Jerry Brightman, uh, pretty much charged the, uh, there were 23 other graduates from that particular class, uh, charged us to go out and change the world. That's what he said as we were closing out the uh, the session. You know, we've learned an awful lot about leadership and so on. And I kept thinking, well, you know, what can we do? Well, how can we change the world? What can I do? And I, I had this idea, and I, I kind of bounced it off of a couple of my uh, fellow uh, alumni. Uh, and I said, you know, we, we should have something like a recognition for, for project managers, a day of recognition, mainly because I, I felt, and I still feel to this day, that project management, although many people have heard the term and they've heard project manager and whatever, don't really understand what project managers do. And I look at it as at least what I refer to as the unappreciated profession. And a way to kind of describe that and make sure people understand that would be that if you ever asked a child, you know, most people do at some point in time when the child is just growing up, maybe they're in five, six, seven, eight years old, and you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? How many of them actually say, I want to be a project manager? <laughs> none of them. <laughs> and none of them do. You know, I want to be a fireman or a police officer, president, or, you know, something like that but never project manager. And you got to ask yourself why. I mean, project managers do amazing things. Uh, I use a quote in one of my books that I created. The quote goes, you can see the value of project management in any skyline. Think about it. If we didn't have project managers that who, who build these buildings, okay, who, who organize the, the building of these buildings, we wouldn't have skylines. We wouldn't have bridges. We wouldn't have dams. We wouldn't have cars. We wouldn't even have smartphones, laptops. All of these things are a associated with projects. We wouldn't have uh, people on the moon and, and rovers on Mars and, and, and these uh, satellites that are out there and these exploratory ships that are going into uh, other galaxies. All of that is associated with projects. And that, that in itself, people should say, wow, you know, maybe I should be a project manager, be part of these kinds of things. So I decided that we needed a day of recognition for project managers. And I kind of related that to the fact that we have a Mother's Day Father's Day, we have Grandparents' Day, we have Administrative Assistance Day, which used to be called Secretary's Day. Believe it or not, in the U.S., there's even something called Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Believe it. <laughs> you know. So anyway, I just thought, well, with all these days of recognition, why don't we do one for project managers and get project managers to feel good about themselves, at least for that one day a year. So that's how it started. And then I looked for when when can we do it? What day would work? And to be honest with you, there is uh, there is no day on the calendar. There is no day on a calendar anywhere where there is not a holiday or some day of celebration for something. So I struggled with it, and they came up with the first Thursday of November of every year is International Project Management Day. During that day, it is simply it's not a celebration. You know, I'm very careful about that. We're not celebrating project management successes and things like that. What we're simply doing is we're saying thank you to project managers in every industry, construction, IT, events, planning, you name it. These are people who work extremely hard under, in many cases, very challenging conditions to, to complete projects successfully and get very little recognition. Today is for them. And in this past year, 
My conservative estimate of people who have been involved in events associated with International Project Management Day is somewhere around 100 to 120,000 people around the world. And I think that that's a pretty conservative effort uh, estimate, and I think that we're going to see more and more participation as the years go by. Well, thank you. I think that I think it's a great initiative, and you're right. I mean, we really do need to take time out to thank thank our project managers. It is a great work that we do, and sometimes it's very very thankless. And it, it's just a great opportunity for us to to take some time and say thanks. It, it's it is. You're right. It's not a celebration, but it's a it's a great way to say hey, we we do appreciate that work that that PMs do across the world. Right. It's a recognition and it's an acknowledgement that just simply says to all of these project managers who are working many, many hours and dealing with many unreasonable stakeholders and overcoming incredible obstacles that other people wouldn't really be able to handle, you know, when it's all over, at least some sincere recognition is, is definitely in order. And that's the basic idea behind it. Uh, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit more. There's a there's uh, there are so many things on your list of, of accomplishments. Uh, pick out a couple of uh, additional ones that you're really most proud of. Tell us a little bit about those and what what uh, what got you there. Those. Well, that's there's a lot of things that uh, I'm I'm pretty happy that I was involved in. Uh, I have to say that my connection with with the Project Management Institute, which began, believe it or not, in 1990. And I, I got my PMP credential in 1992, and then I also in 1991 became the president of the New York City uh, chapter of PMI, and uh, that was to me like the the launching of of the of this continuous desire to to do something to contribute to uh, this um, project management discipline. Uh, some people refer to it as a profession, some of it's a discipline, as a field, but I wanted to be really more involved. It just felt like that was home for me. So I, I was president of the New York City chapter, which was I'm very, very proud of, and, and grew that organization to what it is today. I uh, was the uh, chair of the Educational Training and, specific, uh, and Education Specific Interest Group, and I have been able to, believe it or not, be a presenter at just about all of the PMI symposiums and world congresses uh, in the U.S., uh, the North American congresses from 1993 right through uh, 2013. I've been there presenting. And I think that, uh, you know, very few people could, could claim that. I also have presented workshops for most of the Project Management Leadership Institute meetings for the past, since about 1993. I spent most of the time, you know, I've been at most of those. And uh, that has certainly helped me uh, gain a, a great network of people. So I'm very proud that I was able to make uh, contributions to PMI that way. Most recently, I guess the, the thing that really, um, I feel uh, was the greatest uh, accomplishment overall was to be recognized uh, with a PMI fellowship, which, you, you know, I'm, I, I still i am thrilled about the fact that I got it. And in fact, when I first became a, a PMI member, I always thought maybe someday I could, I could receive that award. It was always on my, my mind as a vision of the future. And, and to actually have received it is just amazing. And the idea behind that award is, is that you, as an individual, provide a uh, continuous contributions to the advancement of project management for at least 10 years. And uh, I believe I've been doing that for a long time, and it was just a thrill to get that award. And the other award I, I received back in 2006 was the PMI Person of the Year Award. So those are two, uh, you know, very, very 
uh, significant accomplishments. There's, there's one other thing in connection with that PMI fellowship. The New York City chapter that I belong to chose to honor me in December uh, with a special presentation and a beautiful award, pretty much a surprise to me. And I was absolutely you know, thrilled and, and humbled by uh, that recognition. So those are some of the things that I just felt really, really good about. Well, I have to tell you, one, one of the things that, that I really love about PMI is it's the whole concept of being able to continually improve the trade being able to make ourselves better so as we become uh, a certified PMP, uh, there's that that continuing education that that goes that goes on, and all along with that, all the opportunities to be able to share that experience, to be able to serve others, and you have set a, a great example, and I want to thank you, thank you for be in behalf of all those people that you have served. Because that is a that is a great thing to be able to to bring what you love, bring it to other people, and I guess that really ties into the mentoring thing we're talking about. You yes. really establish yourself as a great mentor, and you know if I remember the time when I first started into project management, I knew nothing about project management. I I was an accidental project manager, and I would learn bits and pieces of it. In fact, I. I was really running, I was acting as a project manager, and I didn't even know what a project manager was, nor had, had I even been given that title of project manager. But as I look back on it, I, I really was. I was being the project manager. So as I, as I learned, I began to look for mentors and people that I can, could watch and help guide me through that path of learning. And it's those people that really made a difference in my career as I progressed. And I, I know that you have been able to be that catalyst for many people. And, and so, talking about the International PM Day, wanted to just recognize you and thank you for, for your service to, to the profession. So, Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for new ways to, to, to make contributions and trying to build up my network and, and find ways to help project managers you know, l- learn more about it. Uh, my my emphasis today is on the the leadership aspect of of project management. Those uh, people who are listening to this, who are thinking about a career in project management, uh, my personal belief is that when you are assigned as a project manager, you're put into a leadership position, and I think people need to really truly understand what that means. There are people who understand what a leader does or the characteristics of a leader, but leadership is, is goes beyond what I refer to as the external manifestations of leadership uh, of the leader, you know, such as charisma and being able to have, be a good communicator and a motivator. It really is about what we call authentic leadership, which means that you are going to get something done that is going to add value and that you are going to do that through other people who are willing to work with you, and that you, as well as all the other people involved, are going to share in the successes. And that is something we have got to profess to our existing, you know, experienced project managers as well as the aspiring project manager. Thank you. That's great. Let, let's take that a little bit farther. And on the whole idea of mentoring, let's, let's think about this as the rest of our discussion as what can we bring to those people that are just getting into the field? 
what other advice or, or recommendations you have for those new project managers or even those those project managers that are out there by themselves and they don't have the benefit of like a PMO to, to give them some guidance. What, what kind of the guidance can you give them uh, to, to be able to help them in that, that path and that work every day? Well, I think there's a lot of things that they can do. Number one uh, that comes to mind right now is get your increase your network. Start to connect with other project managers, especially people that might be in the same field as you that have uh, several projects under their belt and have some experience. Uh, so you can learn from them and see what kind of best practices they can offer. So absolutely increase your network. Secondly, ask a lot of questions uh, about it. You know, look for opportunities to improve your, your personal skills. You should be on a continuous development path for personal improvement. You know, this is not a, a, a destination. This is an ongoing thing. There's always something that you can do better, uh, learn better. In, in fact, uh, uh, I, I do a, a session about personal mastery. And I think that people need to look into that a little bit more. Another thing that I would suggest is that I use, I quote Tom Peters. He was a famous author, consultant back in the 80s and 90s. He, he said a few things that are extremely important. One is that whatever project that you work on, you personally have to believe that it's a wow project, that this is something that, that's it's ex- extremely interesting, it's important. And that you should be able to get other people, when you describe your project, to say, wow, you're working on that. Wow, that's impressive, regardless of the type of project. Uh, Another thing that he said, which I profess all the time, is he said, and I quote, quit doing less than excellent work. You need to build a reputation for doing excellent work. No excuses, no uh, can't do this, can't do that. Find ways to get things done and always be conscious of your personal brand. If you are perceived as someone who is doing excellent work, that a person, like I always tell project managers, get a reputation for having excellent meetings. If you can have that reputation, you become kind of a go-to person in your organization, which is very, very important in your in your career. So excellent work, networking with people, hook up with a mentor, uh, look for best practices, and above everything else, you have to understand that as a project manager put in a leadership position, your personal integrity is absolutely probably the most valuable thing that you have, and you do not want to compromise that. We try to profess professional project managers as being trustworthy, as being able to complete their assignments, as to be being able to be honest, to accept mistakes when they happen. And, and to continuously learn and find better and better ways to do things. So those are the kinds of things that I would offer as uh, suggestions. Great. So uh, thank you. Uh, th- are there, um, I'm thinking about also from an educational point of view, it, the importance, I know that the PMI has been very, very big on setting a, the standards and that type of thing. How important is getting your PMP? Or, or even starting out with your CAPM, how important is that in your career? Well, you know, there is a lot of discussion about that, especially these days. I'll try to be very straightforward about this. The PMP credential is one part of your personal development program. It, it does show that you have some understanding of project management, that you have had some experience in managing projects. And it it really shows that you have some knowledge. So I think that uh, having that that particular certification will be of some value 
in, in job seeking and things like that. And it, it, to me, it, it just indicates that you are interested in your continuous personal development. For those people who are just getting started in project management, the CAPM, Certified Associate Project Manager, basically provides you with some kind of ground floor, ground level knowledge as to what project management is, what kind of tools are being used, uh, you know, the terminology that's used and so on. So it's a good step. Those people who think of the, the CAPM as, as part of that process, you are put into the position of being an assistant project manager, that you are in a kind of a learning mode, that you're going to uh, you know, pick up the skills and things like that of the truly professional project manager. And now having said all of that, there are many people who believe that a, a certification in project management is not necessary, and, and that's fine. People with engineering degrees, uh, especially many of those folks, are managing projects in the multi-million dollar, billion dollar range, they may not see value in the PMP. So that's fine. Uh, you really have to look at where are you going? How will you use the, the credential to help you? Is it something that's just going to dress up your resume? Or are you really looking at being viewed as someone that is truly a professional project manager? And with that comes great responsibility. So as far as the, the credential goes, Definitely pro provide some value. It will be more valuable in some areas than in others. It absolutely positively cannot hurt you as, as part of your advancement in your career. But I, I just want to emphasize that we want to make sure that the people who attain that credential maintain a certain level of personal integrity, that they are very competent in the work that they do, that they honestly and, and, and completely can express their level of experience to make sure that, that this credential maintains its position and its value in, in the business world. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you said those things because sometimes a credential like the, the PMP can feel like it's just a, another, it's a commodity. And it's really what you make of it. I, it certainly helped me as I, it helped me learn those tools, the the processes that that basically made me a better project manager. It, it is not the thing that's going to to do. It's not an end all. It's 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 basically the way I look at it is, is the pinbox really is a is a bag of tools that if I, I as I start a project, I reach in and I pull those tools out that helps me along the way. But that's only a part of it. The other part of it I think is and and Pimbach does talk a little bit about this. There's all of the soft skills that, per se. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell what are your thoughts on on the importance of developing your soft skills in project management? It's it's interesting that you that you bring that up because I, I just posted on uh, I'm a, a member of the IT and telecom community of practice within the Project Management Institute, and we have a uh, a Facebook page, and I, I posted on that just a few days ago. A little survey that I had done of, of 600 plus IT project managers asking them what are the key competencies uh, of a project manager. And basically, I actually asked for the top five. I did list seven, but of the top five, four of them were interpersonal skills. And number seven on that list was actually technical skills. So here, here's my take on it. A, a, um, a project manager, in order to be successful, definitely has to be very, very good at communicating at multiple levels within an organization and with other stakeholders, uh, suppliers, 
people outside of the company. So um, we definitely have to be uh, good communicators, and, and that takes work. Secondly, and, and I think even just as important, if not even more important, is that a project manager is generally put in a situation where people do not directly report to the project manager, and the project manager may not have a significant level of authority. So therefore, the ability to establish good, solid working relationships with people is essential, and that's where your soft skills come in. The ability to listen well, to to express your 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 viewpoints in a professional way, to uh, uh, listen to uh, opposing viewpoints, to to solve conflicts, to work together to solve problems, to find ways to collaborate. If you are not good at that, if you are not doing those kinds of things, you are going to struggle to be successful as a project manager. You have to have that people equation in there. And as far as the technical skills go, it is my opinion that a project manager does need to have some technical knowledge to be in the, whatever that discipline is, whether it's construction or IT or any of these fields. But the project manager will spend most of their time doing the integration, the coordination, finding, uh, solving roadblocks and problems and things like that, and doesn't have time to be in the nuts and bolts of the technology on how to build things and how to design things. But they have to be able to speak intelligently to uh, the people on the team the, and, and understand how the technology works. So my, my advice is continue to work on your leadership and your soft skills, especially in the area of working with people to get people to want to work with you, relationship building, but also to build up uh, and become technically credible, not technically competent, but technically credible, that you understand the technology, you can speak to an engineer and understand how they see things and so on and be able to integrate all these piece parts from the various functional groups. And if you can do that, I think that you will be successful. Wow, I I couldn't say it any better than that, so I'm not even going to try to add anything to that. Great words of wisdom. Frank, thank you so much for for spending this time with me. I encourage those that are listening to this podcast, uh, new project managers, solo project managers, those that have been in the field for quite a while, take the things that Frank's talked talk to us about and apply those in your practice as a project manager, and I think that you will find yourself becoming better. Those things that we've talked about really are important. Thanks, Frank. Uh, any additional things that you would want to share? You want to share maybe even contact information? Uh, maybe a little bit more. Tell us the name of the book that you wrote recently again. Okay, a, a couple of things. Uh, I would encourage people to visit the uh, International Project Management Day website which is www.internationalpmday.org, and look at some of the, the videos and, and uh, webinar recordings that we have on there. You'll find uh, very, very useful information there. Uh, you can actually view the uh, Project Manager Blues on that website. You will also get information about what you can do to organize a, uh, an International Project Management Day event. So I would definitely encourage people to do that. The name of the book is entitled Positive Leadership in Project Management, a Practical Guide to Enhancing Individual Team and Organizational Performance. It was published by IIL uh, Publishing, the International Institute for Learning Publishing in New York. Uh, it is available on their website and also on Amazon. And I'm very proud of this book. It is a no-nonsense, very practical, non-theoretical approach to, to uh, leading projects. 
I would encourage people to go uh, on YouTube and listen to the Project Manager Blues and to think about doing something special for International Project Management Day. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much, Frank, for uh, spending the time again with us. And I hope you have a great day, and I hope the whole the whole community of project management gets involved with the International PM Day. Yeah, I would uh, just add one more thing. If anybody wants to, uh, to you know, get in direct contact with me, they can simply send me an email. Uh, my email address is my last name, Salatus, followed by the letters PMP at msn.com. That's Salatus, PMP at msn.com. And also, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I'm very active in some of the uh, dialogue that goes on there. So uh, I'm always happy to uh, connect with new people and, and discuss things and offer advice and also listen to suggestions. Great. Thank you very much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you got as much out of that as I did. Frank, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. And I hope that those of you that are listening take, especially the, those uh, comments in the, at the very end there, the guidance that he was giving, especially those, those of you that are new project managers and or solo project managers out there by yourself, gave some pretty good advice. One of the things that, that really hit me home is making sure that we as project managers keep our integrity as we lead our projects, make sure that we are always striving for the best and doing our best and keep our integrity as project managers and, and as leaders. A couple of things I'd like to ask you to do, if you were as inspired by this and the, the things that he has done to give back to the community, I'd love to be able to hear your thoughts about how you think the project managers can give back to the community, maybe even some examples in which you have found fulfilling in doing so and be able to give back to the community of project managers. So if you would go to sensiblepm.com slash 16 and leave a comment there, tell me how you think you can give to the community of project managers and give back to the profession. Uh, that's one of the things that I enjoy about PMI is that they they really do encourage that. And one of the ways that you can you can get PDUs, for instance, is to be able to give back to the community and account for some of those PDUs that way because they are encouraging us for us to help other people and, and mentor other people along, whether that be teaching or just guiding other, other project managers. So I encourage you to do that. Share your thoughts there on, on the, this post here. I also have other, the show notes here for those of you that want to find out about the, the books that uh, Frank has written as well as the other resources. I'm also going to include a video of the Project Manager Blues, so you can see that as well as in addition to the to hearing, hearing it here on the podcast. Now, I'd also like to ask you a couple other things. If you would, wouldn't mind going to iTunes and leave me a review. That helps me a lot in spreading the word. And if you would also just share this podcast with others that you, other project managers that you know and or that are interested in becoming project managers. This podcast is growing and I really appreciate that sharing of, of the information. Uh, you can also leave me a voice message by going to the to sensiblepm.com. Just select the send voicemail button and I will get that and 
Uh, or you can send me an, an email, podcast at sensiblepm.com. Now, until next time, remember, a sensible project manager always looks for a practical way to manage a project to success. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Sensible Project Manager, Mark Philippi, on the Sensible Project Manager podcast. To learn more about practical project management, visit us at sensiblepm.com. <laughs>